Hot alert! Hot alert! Hot alert! Gravy boat, gravy boat, gravy boat, yeah, gravy yeah, boat, yeah, gravy yeah, boat. yeah, yeah. Webs, J. Webs, J. Webs, J. Webs, Tell Mama, tell Mama, tell Mama Hey, Cliff, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Oh, sorry, Kendra. I was just so entranced listening to this. Share Christmas album that has come out this year. I'll always think of 2023 as the year that Share's Christmas album came out and Barbara Streisand's autobiography came out and Dolly Parton's Rockstar album came out and the year that Madonna went on her celebration tour. And the year of my baby. Well, <laughs> you got some things get left by the wayside, Kendall. <laughs> when there are important things like, DJ, play a Christmas song. I want to be dancing all night long. Did you ever think you'd live? And now by you, I'm talking to the listeners here. Did you ever think you'd live to hear such a great Christmas album by Cher be released? I'm so I glad. I didn't think I'd live to see it. I didn't either. I didn't either. I thought I was giving up. I'll hope. I say play it loud, play it proud. There you go. Well, you know, I have been, and a couple people tried to get me to turn it down here at this Christmas fair because it was interfering with their uh, loudspeaker as they're calling out the bingo numbers, but I didn't care because this- But I, uh, but I didn't care. <laughs> it's share. Share, bitch. I didn't care because it is share. It is share. But anyway, I have just took over- this whole first minute of the show. So now I'm going to sit back for the next 59 and I'm going to let you, Kendall, just lead us on this Christmas journey. We'll see about that. Um, but, 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 but yeah, it is. It's a wonderful Christmas fair here at the Busheltown Fairgrounds. Um, I'd call it fair. Fair. I, it's, it's, it's fair. Um, I, I love the decor here. I think it's it's just so much fun. I love the funnel cakes. Um, I love that you know we're gonna get a picture with Santa and the mule Flappy. You gotta you gotta get a picture with them together. It's just that's the best thing to do when you come to the fair. Well, you spoke of the decor. I love how they've taken all of these big light poles and they've wrapped them to look like candy canes. Isn't that so cute? It's wonderful. I just I, there's nothing better than just a rows and rows of lit up lights at night like just to get you in the festive Christmas mood oh yeah as Cher says in one of her Christmas songs she's ta- talking about uh, I like Christmas it's, it's, I think that's the name of it and she talks about uh, the lights that make the neighbors uptight and oh even Cher is singing about them just like you Kendall Cher's just like us I make my neighbors uptight about them early in the season because they're like, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. I'm, don't care. Oh, don't, uh, don't care. Kendall, it's your luck that you would move in next to the Busseltown equivalent of Margo and Todd. But you did. <laughs> what else? Who I don't cares? know, Margo. <laughs> um, Why is the carpet all wet? Todd. But, but Cliff, it, we're here to celebrate yes, yes. something big. The birth of our Lord Savior, Jesus in Christ. A, in a way. But the... <laughs> The love for a song, 
that's been around forever in the the 12 days of Christmas and we're you know we're gonna put them in the the order of which day's the best well let's think about them realistically because you know reading Barbara Streisand's autobiography it just made me realize one of the reasons that she and I are so alike is because we value the truth and we're gonna look at this song through a truthful realistic lens truth for the patrol first time ever truth patrol <laughs> we could let's start ourselves we're here <laughs> maybe we you know we won't start our own twitter like truth social is that what it's called truth social unfortunately yeah well we could have one called truth patrol and we could that could, we could sort of combine twitter with paw patrol and I think yeah. that's where the money is. I got one better for you. I think that's a show that we pitched to Channel 81 to be put on with, like, the local Busheltown News. We do, uh, you know, our patrol. we're on patrol all the time. We're, like, for the station. Yeah, we could fact check the news in real time. Love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Except for us. If you're listening, Channel 81. No. For your consideration. Oh, we're not, we won't do that on the, on the air in front of all those people's faces. Mm, can't promise when it's us, <laughs> Kendall. You, I, I will not suppress the truth. So anyway, anyway Kendall, speaking of the truth, we're gonna really truly nothing but the truth. Look at these twelve days of Christmas. We're gonna analyze. We're gonna maybe overanalyze these twelve days to see which one you really want the most. Because we're gonna start down at twelve, which may or may not be the twelfth day, and we're gonna count up. To number one, and I think there will be some surprises along the way. I think I'm I'm surprised already that we're even doing <laughs> Our this. Our listeners are already surprised we're even doing this. There, yes, the shock has it went off. I have a, a space coin over here. If you'd like to call it, I'm going to toss it. I'll take the red side instead of the green side, and the red side, of course, tails. Tails it be. Tales as old as time. All right. So looking at these 12 days, which one do I want the least? Well, first, let's get something straight. Uh, taking a random day, because a lot of the days are birds, but then some of the days are people. And what are we doing with these people if when they come? Like eight maids of milking. Do I provide the cows? Are they there? Are they my indentured now, slaves? This is, a, this is a gift. They come with the cows. They come with the cows. How long are, are they there just for the, like, an hour? Like, like, they're booked? Like, if I gave a singing telegram? No, I, th- I feel like that's something, like, you, you add to your farm. So, you know, you got, like, eight new maids of milking that just that milk the cows. And they're under your employment. I, th- I think that's the way we should look at it, anyway. I have to, I have to hire all of these people. Okay. Yeah, well, well, you know, no, your true love hired them for you. They're not. It's not your budget. Oh, okay. That's what your true love gave to you for Christmas. They're, they're like, hey, we got this this place where we live, or you live. Here, here's eight maids of milking for all your all your milking needs. You're okay. never gonna be without milk now with nine maids of milking. Or, or whatever. Okay. Okay. Well, then number 12. Or not ladies dancing. Sorry. Whatever. It doesn't matter. No, and some, I've heard, you know, the song varies in places. I've heard people put them in different places. But anyway, then if, if what you're saying is true, then I'm going to say number 12, the one that 
is the least enticing <gasps> is well, Kendall, what I think this would get tired pretty quick. Ten Lords a Leaping comes in at number twelve. <laughs> uh, that is incorrect, but no, um, that is correct. Good choice. Uh, Lords of what are they? Lords of Leaping. Lords of Leaping. Yeah. So that you could have ten guys, and like I hope that they're in little. Uh, ballerina tights, or at least no, but you know they wouldn't be anyway. They're they're like old lords that have been around forever. That you know won't let you change the status quo, and they just come and start dancing, leaping around. Like, you don't want that. I, I'm I'm with you. I had that way at the end of my list. I just didn't think it was the worst, but I'll tell you oh, why in a, in a moment. Uh, it's the worst. All right. So all right. So there you go, listeners. Number twelve. <laughs> Number twelve is ten lords of leaping. <laughs> So, for me, uh, I think the worst, but on this list now, it's 11. It's 11. It's the 11. Is um, the one that I completely forgot even existed when I was doing this countdown, because I was like, oh, uh, two of these, three of these, four of these, five of these, I completely even forgot about the partridge in a pear tree. And what are you supposed to do with just one partridge in a pear tree? Oh, wrong. Kendall, I... It wasn't until a few years ago when we started counting down things that I really realized how wrong you are about so much. (laughs) Because, (laughs) for instance, this. You let the partridges go. Let them f- be free and fly That's what I'm back saying. to them. I don't. I don't need that. But you, you get twelve trees. You get a, one every day. A, another pear tree. I want a pear tree orchard. I think that's a great gift. That's one of the best ones. But here, here <coughs> you've ruined whoa, whoa, whoa. it and put it at eleven. Whoa, whoa, you've whoa, ruined whoa, whoa. Christmas again. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're saying? So you're saying that you're saying that. Every day, every day, every day, from the day that you say it, you get it. So you get you get a partridge in a pear tree every day through the twelve yes. days of Christmas. Yes, because I have heard, you know, you know how people uh, who shelve books at the library they like to entertain themselves. I've heard math problems based on how much you know, things are you getting if you get all. The 12 days. And the trick is that, yeah, oh. every time you oh. say it, you get it. Well, you know, that really changes my perception on that song completely. Because you want 12 trees, right? That's a great yes. gift. Well, I thought, I thought, well, you only get one of them, so it's not, it's the least important. I, d- I did not know that's how it worked. Well, you're still, you would still have been wrong because one tree is better than a lot of these other things. Well... It's Christmas, so I'm going to forgive you, Kendall. Are you keeping, now that we know, now that we've had this emotional no, breakthrough. No, I, I changed my mind if, I, if that's the case. I do. Mind change? I didn't even have to touch. This stack of vetoes is getting so uh, hey, dusty. when I'm wrong, here. I'm wrong. You know, I'll admit it. Uh, I, I may, I, you know, Charles Lindbergh, as far as I'm concerned, is still a man now that we know of. But, you know, I, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I'll say it. When you're wrong, you're wrong. When you're hot, you're hot. I'm going to say four calling birds. because Four calling birds. That's just a lot of noise now that if you think of like every day you're getting four for for however many days. That's a lot. That's a lot of fucking calling birds. It's going to be really loud. It's going to drive you insane. It is. And I think that is one of the 
were, uh, you know, again, we could nitpick and do the shades of what birds are better than others, but I, th- yeah, nobody wants all these damn birds. No. But nope. here's here's something interesting. Kendo, interesting alert. Are you ready? I'm ready. Something interesting. Interesting alert. <laughs> uh, okay. For calling birds, that's what we know it as. Call, you know, calling like I'm um, ca- calling on the phone eight six seven five three zero nine like that. Calling birds. But now, when I was in high school, my friend Heather and I, we it was a little bit. It wasn't weird, but it was because Heather and I were, you know, we were mature. We were like people in our twenties in high school, and we were sort of friends with this uh, teacher who she was kind of. Like a computer teacher, like she taught like desktop publishing and stuff. <laughs> I thought you meant she was a computer. No, she was a computer. Iris three thousand. <laughs> no, it was she was a real woman, and she taught like desktop publishing and uh, like maybe like I don't even know if she taught keyboarding, but stuff like that. You get me? You get me? Computer I got gotcha. you. Stuff, computery stuff. But she was also. <laughs> She also was in charge of the BPA, which is the Business Professionals of America, which is, I think, the only club that I joined in high school. I I thought you were talking about that chemical we didn't want in in plastic. I was like, oh, no, no BPAs. Well, see, that's why I'll always have an affection for that chemical, because it's (laughs) named after the Business Professionals of America. But anyway... We we were talking, Heather and I, with this teacher. She got married. Uh, you know, we were talking about the 12 days of Christmas. And I said, you know, four calling birds. And she said, calling? It's four collie birds. Collie. And I said, excuse me, I'm 16 years old. I think I know the truth. <laughs> I was interested in the truth even in the end, like Barbara. And so anyway, I said, no, you're, of course, insane. It's not collie birds. It's calling birds. Here's how I knew it, because I've heard every Christmas song created. Even then, I was well-versed in all of them. And I, very few, the chipmunks did not sing of collie birds, okay? They <laughs> sang of calling birds. But anyway, you know, we it was sort of funny. And so one day, we both brought in our evidence to prove our point. And <laughs> she brought in a plate. You know, she had a set of Christmas plates. And it did say on there, four collie birds. Now, my evidence was I had a book that Kathy 12, Lee Gifford. 12,000 books. <laughs> basically. I had a book that Kathy Lee Gifford had just put out of Christmas stuff. And it, some of the things in there were like reprinted Christmas lyrics and Kathy Lee, I'm not going to go against Kathy Lee, okay? Hers said calling birds. But anyway, uh, in preparing for this show, I happened to look on the very venerable Wikipedia, which, by the way, needs your donations. Yes, it does. If you could give $3, that would be great. But I looked on there, and they said collie birds. Originally meant... <laughs> I don't know why they said that. <laughs> like a coal black bird. So like a black bird, I guess. Uh, in the, the color of coal. So that was the origination. And I it's, guess just... It's real coaly. Uh-huh. But other, over time, I mean, a calling bird, I don't even know if that's a thing, 
but it just sounds so much prettier. Like it's just going to call you. Well, like, see, tweet. I've always just thought that, it, yeah, they were like bird calls. Like they just sit at your window and it's like, tweet, 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 tweet. Yeah, like, like a thought, mockingbird or something, yeah. just like a um, singing bird. But, you know, I bet it probably was Collie Bird at one point and then it changed, you know, hundreds of years ago or something. You know, I'm sure they both right. existed in some timeline. They did. Um, and there's just a little treat from the nine. That sort of happened in the 90s, everybody. <laughs> Can you believe it? treat. Um, that was for calling birds. Yes, it was, Kendall. Yes, it was. At number 11 was for calling birds or callie bird. Isn't this exciting? I'm excited beyond. Oh, my goodness, oh, dears. What a, isn't this a lovely fare, oh. complete with hot cocoa? It's just so delicious. Oh, it's Wonderful bowers. Why, later, Mrs. Putter Butter Butter Churn and I, we're going to take a little ride on the festive Ferris wheel over there. Oh, 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 it might oh be that sounds romantic. Cold at the top, sugar lump. I might have to put my hands in your muff. Oh, dear, I'll keep you warm. Oh, I, before y'all break into, I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> um, I want to say, have you been over to see that cartoonist who's doing all of the caricatures of people. He's making, Kendall, he's doing pictures of people and they're dressed kind of like elves or Saint Nick or such in this. Oh, I, I haven't seen them. Do, do you have to make a, a reservation to, to have a painting done? Oh, no, it's not a painting. It's just, you know, a big Sharpie on a piece of paper. Oh, we're just drawing your picture with a Sharpie then. It, it's just a caricature, you know. You know, probably if I went, he would exaggerate how obese I am and how bald I am. Oh. And, you why, know, why in goodness would anyone want them to exaggerate their flaws? Well, it's just kind of a joke. It's kind of like a little visual roast. It's fun. It's just, Yeah, it's just like all the little things that you like when they ask you a couple questions. Like, what are you into? And then they, they make that a big part of the drawing. It's real cute. You know, I had one done years ago, and it was just me eating this big tub of ice cream and looking at butts on Instagram. Because, I, the, I mean, <laughs> what else is there to say about me? Right? When I sat down, he picked up another pad and, and duct taped them together so he had enough paper space but why did you come in here i did just burst in talking to you oh dear we were just telling you how wonderful the hot cocoa was you both should get some as soon as you're done oh it's very delicious boys the marshmallows are very mellow tonight Oh, that does sound wonderful i'll have to as soon as we take a break we'll go get some hot cocoa we're gonna have to now i've been having some hot buttered Michelob light, and I'm gonna have to get another one of those once we get on a break. Oof, <laughs> oof! You say you say oof. it's hot. It's hot buttered, so the butter is hot that they put in it. The Michelob uh, light is cold. It's a whole thing. It's like salty and sweet, Kendall. You just don't get it. I just don't. Yeah, I'm off the sauce. I don't know all the th- new things. Well, I'll thank you to be more like me, non-judgmental, who never tells anybody. <laughs> no judgment. No judgment. You know, you know, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn. I say, judge not. Oh, dear, please, no judgment. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm glad some of those Bible stories are starting to hit home with you boys. Oh, Sugarlump, why, I believe they're calling our number over there at the funnel cake stand. Oh, lovely. I'm so excited about this funnel. Excuse us, boys. We, we have a date with a funnel cake. Oh, yes. You know, they really did use a funnel, boys. Isn't that very exciting? Oh, I do love a good funnel cake with strawberries on top and powdered sugar. I don't need strawberries. If I want to eat strawberries, I'll just oh. eat strawberries. 
No, I love some strawberry. Or, you know, it could be strawberry syrup. No, 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 no. Oh. Well, you just eat it plain or you eat chocolate Plain, with it? plain. I need it with powdered sugar only. Oh, mm-mm. you're missing a, a topping. A topping. See, that's my problem with all these cooking shows, you know, these competition. I was watching this <laughs> Here we go. great chocolate showdown, and I wondered about maybe telling you <laughs> in detail. Well, there's your first mistake. About every single contestant, because they were... Ten of the most annoying people I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm speaking, of course, about... And we've seen a lot of annoying people. Season three of The Great Chocolate Showdown, in particular. Uh, they were just super annoying. One of the guys looked like a Lord of the Rings troll who enjoys punk rock music. <laughs> and it was... I couldn't handle him. He... You know, sometimes you watch a show and someone you think is annoying in the first episode, you actually start rooting for them. By the end of the yeah. thing, and and I love when that happens. That does not happen with this particular set of people. But anyway, I won't go into <laughs> telling you all about them uh, because I could, and we would. None of us would be better people for it. We know you could. But anyway, they're always as like, oh, make a lavender cake, make something with rose in it, and it, I'm like, no, I, just give me something that's chocolate. Give me a chocolate cake. I don't need all of, you know, it's just too much. And I'm sure if you go to the fanciest restaurants where you get a little plate covered with some glop in the corner, that it, it does have jam in it. But I say keep the jam on the breakfast table. That's my controversial opinion <laughs> for this week. And that's the name of your cookbook. You keep the jam on the breakfast table. <laughs> And other recipes by Cliff. And other recipes and diatribes. All right. Can and you life know? lessons. Yeah. Hey, oh, so many. Um, so, okay, um, we had, it's um, time for number 10. Oh, shit. It's you. All right. You're up. No, I, unfortunately, I don't have a 10-minute long anecdote for all of these. Good, because we, <laughs> we have so many to get through. I think number 10. Uh, and the, see, this is probably even worse than whatever you said for number 11. Because these are mean animals, and you're going to get a lot of them. Seven swans a-swimming. Oh, yeah. I couldn't agree more. Those are, they're just going to be nipping at you. You'll wish there's Jack Frost nipping at your nose, because it's going to be 50 swans nipping at your ass. Is what Well, it, you know, <gasps> we found a rooster <laughs> in my yard when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Like, it just meandering through and we found this rooster and he became like he liked me you know a lot and so he would hang around me and whenever anybody came up around me he would like attack them mm. like at Christmas and so of course my mom and dad were like get that fucking rooster away mm-hmm. and so and they told me they were like oh the people that had him like he um, he had escaped and they they found him and they wanted him back and I remember they take them taking him and I was like oh it's so sad but he's going back to his home you know and then later, I remember talking to my mom about it, and she said, oh, we just got him. We got rid of him. And I was like, oh, but to his family, she was like, we don't know where the hell that rooster came from. And I was like, you lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so hurt. I was like, that poor rooster. I was like, they probably had him. They ate him for breakfast. Kendo, you know he was fricasseed right there at the you know table. And, and I watched him just being taken off to do it. Well, I appreciate that in my absence of having an anecdote about swans, you provided one about a rooster. And I appreciate it. 
<laughs> well, I'm just saying, a rooster with, is like angry like a swan. Angry, and angry like a swan, and hungry like I, the wolf. I, I promise they won't all have anecdotes. L- um, Lord, please let them. God. All right, what is next? What even number was that? Ten. I'm evens. So yeah, 12, 11, 10. Yes. Uh, so now we're at nine. Now, okay, this is along the same lines. Another just mean animal, and. Not only is it mean, it's laying eggs everywhere. I'm talking six geese of laying. Oh, yeah. They're all pregnant, popping out other geese. Oh, those are, and see, those are annoying and mean, too. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, all these angry animals you have all around you. It's like, if somebody gave you that, you're like, that significant other is not for you. It's not, it's not for, maybe unless you're a zookeeper, one of these movies where, where a couple buys a zoo. <laughs> you don't want them. I don't want those six geese of land all over my yard. I don't want them. You don't want them, Kendall. But what I do want, and you should know, because it's something everybody should know. It's Christmas things you should know. <gasps> Time for Christmas things you should know. Oh, it's a segment that makes you feel dumb at Christmas time. Uh, all right, Kendall, I've got a thing you should know here. All right? All right, hit me with it. And you should definitely know it. In which direction should you stir mincemeat for good luck? Clockwise or counterclockwise? They give you multiple choice. Uh, probably, it'd have to be clockwise, right, for good luck. Good job, Kendall. The forces of Christmas are with you. That's good. That's good. All right, Cliff, which popular Christmas beverage is also called milk punch? <laughs> I like it because it has a little bit of egg and a little bit of nog. It's eggnog. That's right. Love me some eggnog. Kendall. Just right. Just right. Now, what would you stick into an onion when following a traditional bread sauce recipe? Bread sauce. Uh, you probably, I guess, would have to stick a... Um, Bullion cube in there. No, you don't stick a cube in anything. This you stick. No, you cube. You cube head. No, this is something that really does get stuck into things. Cloves. Oh, cloves. You're, you're so busy sticking them into oranges that you didn't even think about sticking them into an onion for a bread sauce uh, recipe. I know right where to stick them. How many ghosts show up in a Christmas carol? How many ghosts? Uh, four? Correct. Oh, thank God. Glad. Unless you're watching a Muppet Christmas Carol. And it's five, because you got Marley and Marley. <laughs> and Marley. Ooh. Avarice and greed. Kendall, which was the first country to issue a Christmas postage stamp, making the mail merry for once? Which country? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Uh, it had to be United States, right? It had to be Canada. Canada, really? It had to be Canada. Good job, Canada. I wandered around. Yeah, all right. Canada, Kendall. I'm, I'm glad they did it. I'm glad they stood up and, and did that. I'm glad, All too. right, Cliff. In the classic Christmas movie, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Grinch was described with three words. What are they? 
three words, stink, stank, stunk? Yes, you are correct. Oh. Kendall, when was Christmas, Christmas, the holiday, declared a federal holiday in the old <laughs> United States? I thought you were going to say declared a federal crime. Um, not yet. Not uh, until the Democrats get what they want. <laughs> um, what year was it declared a holiday? Probably 1946. Oh, my God. Can you think they're fucking heathens before that? No. 1870. They were heathens oh, before all right. that. All right, then. That was just the heathen report. Cliff, speaking of our eggnog with a little bit of egg and a little bit of nog, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what country did eggnog come from? Which country, not what country? D- Germany. Wrong. No. England. The queen, she was like, look at this. We should drink this. <laughs> look at this. We should drink it. Somebody's like, I don't know. <laughs> and Mom, so they did. It's egg punch. And she's a mil- milk punch. <laughs> she said, never mind. Pass me a glass. Like, you sure you want to drink those raw eggs, Mum? I'll drink what I want, Charles, and you'll be happy to see me. All right, Kendall. Oh, it's like we're watching the History Channel it for is. eggnog. I love it. See, don't you just love it? I know I can always count on you, Kendall, to bring the history and put things in a historical context for us. <laughs> That's all the time we have for Things You Should Know, Christmas Edition. Christmas Edition. Christmas oh. Edition. Oh, I've got to take yes. a break. Finally I'm going to run over found. there and see if I can get a funnel cake, and uh, I'm going to get me some toppings. Uh, somebody Toppings who? are back. Toppings are back. <laughs> All right, Kendall, you do that. I've got to go get some more hot buttered Michelob light, and we'll be right back after this. More sass right after this. Wake up, toys, or you're going to miss Christmas Eve with the Kodak Disc. Someone got the family a Kodak Disc. Just look at all the shots they're not going to miss. There's never been a time that's better than this to give someone the Kodak Disc. Nothing's easier to use than the Kodak Disc camera. It loads in a snap, and those just went to flash. No wonder it's such a great Christmas gift. Christmas gift. So when you go out and shop, just remember to stop. And now, back to the show. On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love sent to me two turtledoves and a partridge in a pear tree. On the third day of Christmas, my true love sent to me three French hens, two turtledoves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Three French hens, two turtledoves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Three French hens, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love brought to me 
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Oh, sorry, I was entranced again by the Cher Christmas album. All the people walking around by us were entranced as well. They heard it playing. They were. They were. It was a trance-like state that we all entered there for a moment. But we got to break out because there are more 12 days of Christmas to be counted down. So many more. So many, so many more. more. Uh, let's see. We're at... And number f- nine, I'm going to say, I don't need all these damn turtle doves. I don't care what they symbolize. Pairs of turtle doves. If I want turtle doves, I'll get a pair of ornaments like Kevin did in Home Alone 2. Kendall, I agree. I don't need. I agree on the turtle doves, but that was number eight. Right. Yes. I thought you said nine. Sorry. Um, no, I said I said nine. I was speaking German. <laughs> I was saying, well, you no. caught me off guard then. But yes, I agree. Turtle doves. Who needs them? Shitting everywhere. I'm sure it's sweet, but especially if that said that early in the show or in the song. Think of how many turtle doves you're gonna have. Yeah, dozens, dozens by the end of it. Yes. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. No, thank you. All right, number seven. Let's see. Next up. DJ, play a Christmas song. Oh, 12 drummers drumming. Who wants all that noise? Dancing. Oh, see, that's good. At least they're pop, you know, drumming out a beat. Cliff, as they give me something to dance to. As someone to. who was in marching band and was around the sound of a, a whole group of drummers just practicing all the time, I have to tell you, it gets annoying real fast. Well, they don't have to practice. They can <laughs> just do it for real. Uh, you know they're going to want to practice. They can just sit around and play. No, well, they're, I think they're better than the next one, which is six, correct? Yes. You want this one because you're man, men are such pigs. <laughs> you think that they're going to be... Uh, strippers on a pole. They're pole. They're not pole dancers, Kendall. Nine ladies dancing. Oh, Cliff. I don't need all these dancers. I don't need dancers to watch as much as I need drums to dance to. So I would flip them. If it was me, I'd pull out my flipper and flip. You, you took number one. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I. You know, I didn't think about uh, nine ladies dancing as like strippers. I thought nine ladies dancing. He's like, op, you know, opera troupe. They're like with beautiful dancers, or, or like you know ballroom dancers. I thought, oh, you've got your own like dancers that are just so elegant and wonderful. I'm not thinking of strippers. Yeah, right. But you were thinking of lap dances. <laughs> God, not on Christmas, Cliff. Not on Christmas. Mm, where were you putting that mistletoe candle? I don't even want to think about it. Number five. Moving on to be- better and greener pastures. Uh, uh, let's, let's see. see. Okay, okay. I, again. Uh, I'm just I'm putting this down in the group because there are other good things that you're gonna get if you hold out and you know put them up top. I'm gonna say um, eleven pipers piping. That that's just an, another like noise, 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 noise. <laughs> oh, but I'd rather have the pipers piping than eight maids of milking. Why do we need all these cows? All this you're, milk. Hey, we're gonna make lots of ice cream. 
We could start our own Ben and Jerry's company. Mm, oh, I just I hate it. I have all these cow. Imagine the big piles of cow shit just everywhere. All well, over the I house. mean, yeah, but you could then you could sell your own brand of milk with all those maids milking. I would never want to do such a thing. <laughs> I got to give these women dental insurance. No <laughs> Different thanks. strokes, Cliff. No, thank you, Kendo. But and so that's what I give you for number four is eight maids of milking because <laughs> there's. Awful. Uh, but Because awful. Because awful. But that's simply what I would do, Kendall. That's that's what I would do. Oh, what, 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 well, we know that that's the subtext of everything you're doing. Underneath that, you're playing the Share Christmas album, so we get it. Yes, yes. But also, Cliff, what, yes. what, 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 what would you do? What would you do, you're, do, 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 do? You're awaiting Santa on Christmas morning, and you wake up and you find a big bag of coal next to your tree and in your stocking. There's a note that says, Sorry, Charles, but you only get coal this year. And when you go into the studio, you see Charles the Contractor has gotten tons of great things from Santa. He obviously has gotten all your stuff, and they mix, and you know, Santa just accidentally mixed you up. I know this is a big hypothetical because Santa wouldn't mix up, but this is just hypothetical. The evil genie's probably involved, I'm sure. Uh, what do you do? Well, you just go in there and explain it. You've got evidence, just like I did with my desktop publishing teacher before. I've got some, yeah, I have this note from Santa right there. So now, if you think Charles is just gonna like stand aside, now he's gonna be like, "This is my stuff." I, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Charles is very reasonable. <laughs> this is not bad jokes, Cliff. It's what would I do? Jokes. This is a bad joke coming on right now. <laughs> Ouch. All right, here we go, Kendall. Oh my God, what would you do in this case? <laughs> you fell asleep on Christmas Eve night, and then you woke up. Uh, you woke up in Bethlehem, Kendall, and oh. it's not—it's the first Christmas. It's the—it's the old school Bethlehem, and you don't know what to do because you've been transformed into a donkey. <laughs> what would you do? Well, Cliff, I guess I'd just be the ass, you know. Uh, you know, I, I guess I'd—I'd I'd witness a historic occasion. As a complete ass. Come That's what I do. They told me, pa rum pa pum pum. The big fat ass kept time, pa rum pa pum pum. They would change yeah, could, the lyrics. I could keep time with my hoof. Uh, drummer boy, little drummer boy. They would. I think that w- that's what would truly happen. That would be the long-lasting effect. Well, it'd be big donkey boy. Big donkey <laughs> boy. Okay, Cliff, you're in a department store, and you are uh, behind a little boy who's holding a box of shoes. And when he gets up to the counter, you overhear the kid. You know, he can't pay for his shoes, and he really wanted to buy them because his mom was going to be me- be meeting Jesus later. <laughs> and, you know, and you, you're the great person. You're behind him. You're like, oh, my gosh, I got the shoes. Don't worry about it, kid. And so he just takes shoes and runs off, and you just, like, are filled with warmth in your heart that you've done such a good thing. And then, of course, you get to the counter, and the guy at the counter says, that'll be $6,000. 
And you said, what? It said, they were Louis Vuittons, that, you know, or uh, Christian Louboutin or whatever you call it. That, you know, she, she wanted really nice shoes. What do you do? Well, <laughs> you know, I hate to be a stickler, but I would never be shopping somewhere that had $6,000 shoes. <laughs> well, you know, it was it's a special promotion, you know. <laughs> At the Dollar General, they've got in a line of really expensive things. You know, it's, it's for the, you know, the people that want some good shoes. Oh. Well, I would just say... Never mind. The, and Never I would, mind. It's <laughs> your problem now. I'd pretend that the kid was still in the store. I'd say he's over in the corner there. He'll be up to pay in no time. Oh, and then Cliff, I would hightail it out of there. Hope you're okay spending Christmas in the slammer. <laughs> I don't think they could pin that on me, Kendall. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know what you did. But you must have done something <laughs> bad. Maybe you were Sounds one of those bad right. little kids at Christmas. And what happened, of course, was an evil genie curses you so that from here on it. out, wherever you go, whatever you do, however long you may live, there's no getting out of it. Every time you need to enter a house or leave a house... It has to be through the chimney. <laughs> what would you do, Kendall? Um, well, you know, I guess I guess I could just become a chimney sweep and make lots of extra money cleaning chimneys. There you go. You know, it's like it's find your niche and then stick with it. You go and you make a handy dandy pile of money on the rooftops of London. What a sight. Well, Uh, you know, and... And then people will start telling folk tales of the huge obese chimney sweep. Yeah, and they're like, how does he fit in there? From roof to roof. And then Santa will hear about it, and he'll say, hey, you want to take over for me? Because, you know, you got the the look. So it's going to lead to even better things. All right, finally, Cliff, for me. All right. You go to Christmas dinner with uh, all of us. And we have all divided up who was making what. And, you know, you showed up with your mashed potatoes as you were um, asked, or you pulled out of the hat. So you were asked to make the mashed potatoes. I had brought cranberry sauce, and I made it in the traditional way, not from the can. So you're already Mm. steamed about that Mm -hmm. one. Um, And everybody else decides to make just whatever they want, not follow the rules. So there's a huge mishmash of foods from all different, you know, areas, cultures, what all kind of stuff. We got Indian food. But it's none of the things that you love for Christmas dinner. So all you've got is some mashed potatoes you brought. What do you do? I mean, besides I, murder all of us. No, the only person that would be murdered would have been you, because I need that canned cranberry sauce. So after we dispose of your body, because you're the one who brought that, right? <laughs> then, yep. I mean, as long as there's massive quantities of food, I, I like Indian food. I like all kind of food. So you know me, I'm uh, indiscriminate <laughs> with my <laughs> binge eating. So uh, there you I, go. But pretty much, I'll eat anything. I'll right. eat anything. I'll eat anything, Kendall. As soon as you're dead, it's over for you, though. Curtains. <laughs> uh. Uh, start with that. <laughs> Kendall, oh, heavens. Oh, heavens. Uh. Not God. that. You and Susan are exchanging... Holiday gifts. 
and just, I don't know what holiday, maybe Christmas. Mm -hmm. You notice that she's gotten you a lot of presents this year. You think you're, you're racking up all these gifts over there. And you're very excited until you realize that something cosmically wrong is happening. Because every gift that you unwrap makes you instantly gain 25 pounds. And that's what you noticed that on the first one. Uh, so I've already like, been oh. opening a lot of gifts up to this point. <laughs> well, the, it looks like it, but who knows? <laughs> and Susan, you know, you'd say, oh, I think I'm gaining weight with these gifts. But Susan says that she will cry and be mad on <laughs> all future Christmases if you don't open them. And there's a big, just a big stack, a pile even, left to be opened. Kendra, what? Would you do, 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 well, do, do? Well, you know, I've got to think ahead. And, you know, if I gain, like, 12,000 pounds in this setting, that's not going to be good for any future, you know, of any kind. I'm going to, like, keel over. And then, you know, where will Susan be? So she's going to be mad that Christmas. Oh, for all future Christmases. Oh, my God. Well, sorry, Susan. Sorry, kid. <laughs> hey, at Give least I'll be here with you. <laughs> oh, sometimes dead is better. Don't you ever see <laughs> dead is pet better. Cemetery? See, that's what we got to put dead on a shirt. Better. That'll really sell. Now, Kenda, are you done with what would I do? Do do do. I'm done. Do, done. Do, done. Do, done. Done. Well, then, before we count down these final days of Christmas, I don't. Even, I feel like we zoomed through too many. I, we must have missed a few. <laughs> sure, but we have. I want to know what is your philosophy of gift giving and of Christmas shopping. What? Because mine, it always starts every year with me buying myself just big bags full of stuff (laughs) that, and I didn't realize it, but it just happens. And then, you know, sometime around now, Early de- early December, I start to realize, oh shit, I gotta buy all these other people gifts too, mm-hmm. and that. And then I go into shopping mode. So I need to know from you, what is your philosophy? What is your experience in gift well, giving? Well, first of all, I'd have to say, you know, Christmas is not just a day; it's a feeling. And mm. so we celebrate the feeling of Christmas year round for ourselves when we're like, ooh, look at that that mm-hmm. cool, you know. Muppet statue that we need. So, you know, so we, we celebrate all year round. But yes, I procrastinate until about, usually until about like a week or two before Christmas on most people. I usually have a better idea for you because I have to start early on most of the things that I make because I make replicas of things for you, you know, movies and things we love. But most of the people, yeah. And it, it, it's harder every year to remember to think early enough, because by the time it hits you, you're like, holy shit, it's almost Christmas. And some of these people, Kendall, and I'm sure you have people on your list this same way, I don't know what the hell to get them. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I won't even say. Like, some family members are easier, because at least they have interests, and ones that don't, like, gross me out. Yeah. So I can get some people's... Some I don't know that they want it, but I'm giving them something that they have, you know, professed to enjoy. Yeah, something related to that at least. I've I've made some but effort. Other people, yeah. 
Uh, can I be honest? It's late in the show this week, so I can be honest, right? Because nobody's listening. <laughs> yeah, it's past the cutoff time. Here's here's my go-to for people who. I know, yeah, nobody. I had to stuff my mind and remind myself nobody listens to this show. <laughs> here's what my go-to is for for anybody who I really don't know what to get. I go week before Christmas to one of the home stores, you know, like Joanne yeah. Fabrics or Michael's <laughs> Hobby Lobby, something like that. <laughs> and by this point, all their Christmas stuff is like 70% off. So you go in and you go to their Christmas aisles and you find, you know, you have to do a little math in your head. That's why, kids, you do have to pay a little bit of attention in math. Teens, don't blow off all your <laughs> math classes. And because you have to think, what's something big, you know, large, but low, low, low priced that I can get? So it feels like so, and it's and I always pick the best looking thing I can in that category. You know who doesn't want more Christmas crap everywhere? I do, but that's my go-to. That's a good go-to. It can be it can be your go-to. I'm sharing. These are private, personal <laughs> tips and hacks. Well, Cliff and I are just sharing things with each other. You know, <laughs> just sharing. But I do, and and I mean, I get cute stuff as cute as I can get. In that criteria, I'm not getting just whatever, but the, that's that's what I ha- that's what I do. What I do. You know, that's what, what I would I do. do in a personal, real life. <laughs> bringing it back to the realism. That's some reality that to about. swallow. There you go. All right. Is it, did you have anything else? Any Christmas stuff you wanted to bring up? No, nope, that's all oh, I wanted to do. Oh, do, oh, do. Oh, <laughs> we've, we've been over there having our photos taken with Santa Claus and of the old mule Flappy. Oh, 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 what fun. They give it to you in a Polaroid, boy. Oh, look how beautiful we all look together. Oh, that is a cute photo of the three for the four of you you all look great and it looks like that mule flappy it almost looks like he's smiling did you give him some peanut butter or something to get his teeth to show like that like they used to do mr ed yeah I had some some rye biscuits. That that'll always get them to smile. <laughs> yes, and I may have told some sort of humorous anecdote before, and it's possible that he picked up on the comedic elements and he started to laugh as well, dear. That's always a possibility. Oh, that's definitely a possibility. <laughs> it does seem possible. Now, this Santa over there now, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Chart, I can't believe that you sat on his lap right in front of Mr. Snodbottom in, oh, the, dear, in this photo. Santa Claus, you know, that, that's, that's not in any way a bad thing just to sit down and tell Santa what you want for Christmas. Oh, boys, you should have heard Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Chart when she made her earnest plea for world peace for Christmas, boys. I, I believe that this Santa, he had a tear come to his eye. Oh, well, dear, if there's one person that can do it, he can Yes, you know, I, th- this is my grown-up Christmas list. <laughs> I want it to be all of our wish. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Well, I'm so glad that this fair is so nice. Now, Kendall, did the baby have its picture taken with Santa and the old mule flappy yet? Or not? Well, the mule flappy kind of scared the baby, so 
we got one of those funny pictures where, you know, the baby's crying. But, you know, oh. it is in the photo. But, Kendall, I've been trying to get you to bring the baby out and around more farm animals so that it gets used to them. Well, you know, I I don't want the um, the six geese of land to, <laughs> to scare the hell out of the baby. But, um, oh, I do, wait a minute, I do see that you guys got a, a caricature as well. You oh. finally did it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Look at look at how big they made my pearls. Oh, why, I think you look even lovelier with those large pearls the size of your eyeballs, dear. Oh, thank you, dear. But, of course, I would never have something so large. It would be, of course, in bad taste. Oh, yes, and they did one of me as well, boys, although. I'm not sure what they mean. They have me standing in some sort of pile of chocolate pudding. <laughs> yeah, what what could that be? Must have been some sort of holiday prank. Perhaps it's figgy pudding, dear. Maybe they thought you were Willy Wonka. It could have. I, guys, we've got to go see that Willy Wonka movie. We've gotta, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fandango with some tickets right after the show, okay? Oh, yes, that sounds lovely. Oh, all right. Well, we'll see you later, boys. We're going oh, to go we... listen to some carols. Oh, that sounds like a wonderful idea. I, I hope they're singing the classics. <laughs> oh, I hope they're singing the 12 Days of Christmas. <laughs> to, just to bring it all back. Just to bring it all back. So we have counted bring down. Bring home to me. What number do you think we're on? We're on number three. Oh, my God. I know. It's quite quite the feat. So here, now, I'll be bringing back another one that I had way on down the list. You talked me out of it because I saw the, the air of my ways that it's great to have this many pear trees. I don't know what we're going to do with all these partridges, but... Partridge, partridge in a pear tree. Partridges in a pear tree. That's number three. That's number three in a I pear mean, tree. We must have skipped something because. Okay, here we go. We got number 12, 10 uh-huh. lords of leaping. 11, okay. four calling birds. Uh, 10, seven swans of swimming. Nine, six geese of laying. Eight, turtle doves. Uh, seven, 12 drummer drumming. Six, nine ladies dancing. Five, eleven pipers piping. Uh, four, eight maids of milking. Three, partridge in a pear tree. That's ten. We have two left. I blanked out when you did eleven pipers piping because I think that was a good gift. Uh, think of that music, all this pipe music all the time. Well, I said they were making all that noise, remember? I don't remember that at all, Kendall. I'm just going to be honest. Oh, because real. then you jumped right over it and said, I prefer, of course, the next one, Eight Maids of Milk, because I think you did say it was good. Oh, well, anything's possible, guys. All right. Anywho, we have two left now. So long as we have that all settled. So you said the tr- the partridges in the pear tree? Is number three, because mm. I'll, I'll get to why in a moment. You don't have to get to why. Oh, you'll have to get to why. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say I would disagree. I would much rather have all those pear trees than all these French hens. Now, I know that you're like... Oh, think of all the eggs. I know. Eggs, eggs, eggs. Think about... You know, I made a movie about eggs, and then I was done with them. I haven't looked back. (laughs) You changed my life forever with the the eggs movie. (laughs) I think I would prefer the trees to the eggs. Eggs, eggs. Well, there you go. But I guess... 
somewhere around number two is where the French ends. At least they're French, is all I gotta say. At least they're not these uh, big, egotistical asshole American hens walking around. <laughs> Uh, you know, I could I could see it going either way. I see what you're saying. But I do like the idea of eggs. And they're right next to each other. You know, it's not a huge ordeal. It's not a huge but, ordeal. Um, I, that's really, I, I hate to like really build up to what number one is. But I, after you talked about getting the same thing day after day after day, I'm like, wow, five golden rings sounds like the best bet. Because then you can buy whatever you want with all but golden rings. Well, definitely. What? So uh, to me, that was always the obvious number one. Not that I believe in greed. It's just I also don't believe in having all these birds oh, everywhere. Even before I knew all the date, like Golden Rings was still number one. Always. Okay, okay. I was I, thinking. I also just put? like it because it's the part of the song where it's like five, five golden, golden rings. That makes it the best anyway. Birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and. Uh, Partridge in a pear. Oh no, sorry. This is not. I'm not Michael Bublé. It's not Josh Groban. It's just me. Keep moving. Keep just, it moving, folks. Just, it's just me, Cliff. Tree. Oh, happy holidays, Kendall. Happy holidays, Cliff, and happy holidays. <laughs> To listeners. you, listeners. All right, now that we finally know the worth of all the 12 days of Christmas. we You've heard it here first. Oh, so is there anything else that we need to say? Anything else about the Yuletide? I think Kendall? we summed it up. We went all the way and we said, happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. It's the holiday season. So I want more funnel do, cake. Do, do, I've got to go get another hot buttered Michelob light because I spilled a little bit of the last one on some kid walking by. So Ooh, yeah. I'll have a hot buttered Michelob light. Hold the Michelob light, please. <laughs> Hold the Michelob light. You can put his Michelob light in. Uh, all right, we'll be we'll be back <laughs> next week. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Three French hens and a partridge in a pear tree. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven swans a swimming. Three French hens. Partridge in a pear tree On the eighth day of Christmas My true love said to me Eight maids of milk Seven swans are swimming French hens and a partridge in a pear tree. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me nine drummers drumming, seven swans a swimming. My true love sent to me Ten boots and leaping Nine drummers drumming Eight 
Seven swans a swimming. Christmas my true love brought to me Eleven lords a-leaping Ten lords a-leaping Nine drummers drumming Seven swans a-swimming sent to me 12 uh, uh 12 oh, i can't remember <laughs> oh dear Eleven lords are leaping lords are leaping drummers drumming seven swans are swimming And a partridge in a pear tree. I love it.